Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Today, I want to talk to us about living in Babylon. Um, before I begin, I want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture. And I also want to thank Taylor Design and Events for designing our studio. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. Well, as many of you know, um, we had a crazy election season. We had a crazy aftermath of the election. And most recently, President Biden was inaugurated into office. To, much to the chagrin of many people on the right and much to the joy of many people on the left. You know, I'll be the first to tell you, you know, and I won't get into politics. I'm not happy with how the election came out because for me, I vote more of a conservative value system. And um, so that's why I vote. It's not about a person. It's more about the values that I particularly believe in. But that being said, we now have a new president. And um, yet I also don't want to focus on him or that party, but rather I want to live in the context of the world in which we live. The truth of the matter is, as believers, our citizenship is not of this world. We are not Christians. Um, we are not Americans living in Christianity. We are Christians, believers, followers of Jesus living in America. Our first allegiance is to the kingdom of God. And yet we live in a world system or what I could call a Babylonian culture. Let me set this up for you for just a moment. The Bible tells us that the kingdom of Babylon was founded by a man named Nimrod. The Bible says that Nimrod was a warrior. He was a mighty hunter. He was a, a, a fierce warrior. The Bible says that the first of some of his kingdoms were Babylon. Another of his kingdoms was Assyria, Nineveh in Assyria. It's interesting to me that both of these kingdoms established by a man of might, power, and war were the very kingdoms that often came against God's people in the Old Testament. Now, you and I, believers, followers of Jesus, are part of a kingdom that has been established by a man, but it was not by might, power, and war, but rather it was by sacrifice, servanthood, and love. That's what Jesus did when he came and established the kingdom. And so here we are, his followers, living in a Babylonian culture. How now do I live? How do I live as a believer when right now, in reality, I have a president, senate, and congress, which pretty much are opposite of my belief system, of my value system, and how I live in this world. And so I think there's an illustration for me that is found in Daniel chapter 1. Let me read it to you. Well, let me set it up and then I'll read it to you. First of all, the Bible tells us that Daniel 1 is the occasion whenever Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, destroyed Jerusalem in 586 B.C., burned the gates, destroyed the city, killed people, took people captive. Some of those he took captive, the Bible says they were youth, they were of nobility, they were uh, good-looking, they were without physical defect, they had an aptitude to learn, all right, they were well-informed. And these he brought to Babylon in order to use them in his kingdom. You see, because what you have to understand is that the prince of this world is always looking to use us in his service 
which is not in the service of the kingdom of the God. Now, let me show you what happens. So here's what happens whenever you and I are living in the culture of Babylon. Listen to the scripture. The scripture says this, that these young men were to be taught the language and the literature of the Babylonians. The Bible says that the king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from his own table. And they were to be trained three years, and after that, they were to enter into the king's service. Now, I want you to hear this. I want you to get this for a moment. So here are people of God, young men of God, brought from their homeland into the culture of Babylon, a place founded by might, power, and war. And now they are being indoctrinated to, in, in several different ways. The first is they were taught the language of the Babylonians. You see, you got to understand something. There's one thing that the, the culture is always trying to do. Culture is always trying to get us to speak like culture. The enemy of our souls always wants us to speak like the culture that stands against us. We're living in a time where speech is being censored like never before. We're in a time where everybody wants us to speak the same way as they speak, that they want us to speak like Babylonians. They want us to speak like the culture of this world. When the fact of the matter is we've been called to speak from a kingdom not of this world. And so we're always trying to have our speech shaped. Listen to me. You can be on the right side of the aisle and you can be on the left side of the aisle and you still speak like a Babylonian that you still use Babylonian speech, where it's hate speech, it's anger, it's venom, it's mocking, it's ridicule, whatever else it might be, to get us to speak like this culture. And then the Bible says that they taught them the literature of Babylon, the history of Babylon, the culture of Babylon, the arts of Babylon, all of the different things. You see, the idea is to shape the thinking. If we can shape the thinking, we can shape the speech. If we can shape the thinking, we can shape the attitude. If we can shape the thinking, we can shape the actions. There is an attempt in our culture to get us to think along the lines of the kingdoms of this world. Now think about this for just a moment. You and I, the Bible says, we're transformed. You see, we've been born into a Babylonian culture. But we are transformed, our mind, our thinking is transformed, the Bible says, by the renewing of our mind by the word of God. All right? And then the other thing was, they were fed from the king's table. That was the best food. That was steak. That was probably surf and turf. They're getting the best of everything. But what it did is it creates an appetite for the things of Babylon. You know, the fact of the matter is this world has things that are appetizing. This culture has things that appeal to our appetites, appeals to our carnality, appeals to our lust, our lust. There are things that taste good, and yet our appetites are not to be the things of this world. But the culture is always trying to get us to have an appetite after that which it eats. And then there's one last thing that they did. They changed their names. You see, the Bible tells us their names were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah. Those last three we know better by their Babylonian names. They were given the name Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel was given the name Belteshazzar. What was that all about? That was about changing their identity from their Hebrew heritage to taking on a Babylonian identity. Do you understand that culture is always trying to shape our identity? It's always trying to shape who you are. It's always trying to shape how you see yourself. 
When the fact of the matter is we have an identity that is not founded upon this world. We have an identity that is not founded upon this culture, but we have an identity that is founded upon the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, I would say to you that you and I as believers, we've been born into a Babylonian culture, and yet when we are born anew from above, the Bible says we become a new creation with a new name that we're taking out of that Babylonian identity. And we are identified with Christ. So these are the four things that they did to try to indoctrinate these young men into that culture. Get them to speak like them, get them to think like them, get them to have an appetite like them, and get them to identify. But here's the thing. They wouldn't do it. The Bible says that Daniel, that Daniel resolved in his heart that he would not defile himself. You see, Understand something. We can live in the culture and the kingdom of Babylon, but be governed by a kingdom not of this world. We don't have to speak like Babylonians, and we don't have to think like the Babylonians, and we don't have to eat like them, and we certainly don't have to identify with them because we have a heritage and we have a citizenship that is not of this world. But here's the thing I want you to understand. This is for you and I. Many of you are, are, are just absolutely angry and you are incredibly upset and you, you are so in turmoil over the election. And you think that the country is going to go in a direction you don't want. But this is what I want to say to you. You have a wonderful opportunity in front of you. You have a wonderful opportunity to be a Daniel in Babylon and a Shadrach, a Meshach, and a Abednego. You have a wonderful opportunity to be Joseph in Egypt where you, a child of God with the Spirit of God that lives inside of them, that you with an identity forged by the kingdom of heaven, you with the speech of the kingdom of heaven, you with the mindset of the kingdom of heaven can influence the kingdoms of this world. Do you understand that the Bible tells us that Daniel influenced Nebuchadnezzar? Daniel interpreted dreams for him, served him, and revealed the God of heaven to him. He was a revelation of God to Nebuchadnezzar. He was a revelatory witness. If you read the story, you'll see where Daniel most often operated in humility and integrity. And he did not get sucked into the ways of the Babylonians. He did not get sucked into the language and the speech of the Babylonians. I, I got to say to us as believers, our opportunity is before us. And I got to say to us, we'll never win Babylon by speaking like Babylonians. I got to say to us, we'll never win the Babylonians eating with the appetite of Babylonians. We cannot mock, ridicule, insult, and be angry and be a revelatory witness of a king and kingdom not of this world. We cannot think like Babylonians and influence the Babylonian culture. No, we're, we're a revelatory witness of a culture not of this world. We're a revelatory witness of a king not of this world. And so I want to encourage us today. You may, you may be like me. You may not like the outcome of the election. And you may not like the fact that there are going to be a lot of policies and agendas that you don't agree with. I'm with you on some of that. And this isn't about being political. This is simply about saying, remember who we are. We are resident aliens living in the culture of Babylon, the kingdoms of this world we're living in. And yet, and yet, listen to me, believer, the opportunity to influence that culture is here. It's at your doorstep. 
So let me encourage you. Speak like a citizen of the kingdom. Think like a citizen of the kingdom of God. Have an appetite after the things of God, of his kingdom. And allow your identity to be shaped by the king and kingdom, not of this world, so that they come to see the identity of your king. Have a great week.